You are now listening to the Conversationalist Podcast. Well, hello, and thank you for listening to the Conversationalist Podcast. Uh, this is episode 61. I'm Jesse, and I'm here with Amanda. Hi. Um, we have about five topics to talk about. Um, we're going to start off talking about a uh, pro Overwatch player getting signed to a team. Uh, we're going to talk about um, Mario and a, I guess, a job change or would it be a career change? Or is it Life technically change. a change at all? Yeah, I guess uh, there's just a little bit of clarification on like what he does from Nintendo. Because we need it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're going to... I guess talk a little bit about a movie trailer that came out for a movie called Mother, starring Jennifer Lawrence. Um, we don't normally talk a lot about technology, but um, we're going to talk about the iPhone 8 and why the fuck it's so expensive. And uh, we'll finish up our podcast by talking a little bit about um, where um, Walking Dead could or could not be going, or hopefully not going. So, um, just lots of zombie filled pits, zombies. I don't know. I just zombie feel filled, like zombie filled pits. I just feel like that's where it should go. Just everyone just needs to go in a zombie filled pit, just like walk into it, like ah, pit. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Like, there was just these okay, that's... just like epic pits with zombies, and then everyone's just like, Prah. like everybody kills himself, and everybody's just dead. Like, they just end up, they, they just all end up in zombie filled pits, like. Pfft. What? Why the pit? Like, and maybe why not some something fires else? And some explosions, and then it's just like bam, 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 zombies dead. Like that's the world. I think uh, Amanda's favorite director is like Michael Bay. No, she just wants to see like a bunch of CGI and explosions. It's horrible. <laughs> so I want CGI zombies and explosions <laughs> with fireworks. An American flag. <laughs> American flags. And an eagle flying fucking over. Fucking <laughs> eagles with machine guns attached to their wings. <laughs> oh, man. And then a tank just drive over the zombie filled pit when they're done. Yeah, a dude with his shirt off all ripped and oiled. Yeah. Driving the tank by himself, right? Cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Cigarette and cigar? No, it could be a cigarette. Where no, they cigar's get a cigar is more manly, though. Where they can get a cigar. I'm talking. Why were the fuck is he going to get a cigarette? <laughs> I don't know. It seems more likely. At the cigarette store? At the cigarette world that's it like been pillaged? It seems more likely for people to roll up a cigarette in a zombie apocalypse than it is for them to roll up a cigar. Why? Because they're just going to go into the southern tobacco fields and just start like... The zombie picking field. Picking at themselves. <laughs> You're <just> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. So for this uh, first story, um, this came from ESPN. You know what's funny is uh, when ESPN posts, uh, um, when they post these stories for um, like esports or something that's going on in esports, whether it's they tag like, it as nerd culture. No, like what ends up what ends up being funny is like they whether it's about Overwatch or Call of Duty or League of Legends or some shit. If uh, I mean, because what's you know. ESPN is validating esports, right? By like posting esports stuff on the ESPN page. I mean, there's a fucking link up here. So ESPN, you have your NFL tab, NBA, MLB, NC, 
AAF, soccer, tennis, esports. It has its own fucking tab now. So, I mean, obviously, esports isn't going anywhere. It's here to stay. You know, you have a legitimate um, uh, sports broadcasting places talking about what's going on in the world of esports. And whenever I'm looking at, like, Facebook or any of these other places where some of this stuff is getting posted, you always see a million comments from people that, like, follow ESPN or something like that. And they're like... Fucking gaming is not a sport. It's not a fucking sport. Like, what the fuck? Like, and people were really shitting their pants about the fact that, like, why am I seeing this in, on ESPN? Like, ESPN, like, used to be a legitimate sports, you know, broadcasting network, and now it's just garbage because they're reporting shit about Overwatch. Oh, cry more. Yeah, and I'm just like, um, are we forgetting that there are air quotation sports, like, fucking Pickle. curling? Or curling. You know, the, a dude on skates <gasps> Pickle slides Rick. The, the what? Pickle Rick playing pickleball. Can you see it? Yeah, I could. And he's going to shoot them with lasers. That would be awesome. Oh, my God. That'd be violent. Uh, but, you know, I mean, sports like uh, curling yeah, that's are stupid. in the Olympics. They're sliding a rock on ice to hit other rocks and get it on, like, a target board. <laughs> It's painted on ice. And that's a fucking sport, you know? Fast walking. I saw men with their legs lubed up in super short shorts walking really fast around cones. And that's a sport. Now, I'm not saying that, like, ESPN, like, blows up a bunch of, like, you know, I mean, they're not putting up a bunch of shit about fast walking. But those are Olympic sports. And Isn't so, that like, what old people do in the mall, like, power walking. Yeah. Yeah, early in the morning on, like, a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Before it opens. <laughs> yeah, so, like, you know, these kind of things are in the fucking Olympics. And, you know, people that get pissed off about, you know, ESPN posting about, um, you know, esports-related topics, just, it, it's always funny just to read the comments. Like, people really get fucking emotional about it. But, to They're get back to the... because they can't sustain a future playing well, video games because they like, suck. Oh, if I would have known... When I was little, that I could have been a fucking, you know, professional gamer, I would have kept playing Mario Brothers. It's like, so there's it's no professional fucking Mario players. Like, you know, it's different from... I wish. Yeah. I'd tear it up on Dr. Mario. <laughs> yeah, people oversimplify, you know, what these gamers do and, like, the capabilities that they actually have. The hand-eye coordination's off the charts. I like to think that I'm a decent gamer, but if I were to play any of these fucking guys... In any of these, uh, you know, open play scenarios on Overwatch or any of these other things, I would get completely and utterly fucking handled. Destroyed. So, yeah. Um, but this topic says that NRG signs a 17-year-old Overwatch pro that goes by Sinatra um, for $150,000 a year. Now, the minimum uh, signing... I guess uh, the the minimum contract for um, Overwatch League is $50,000. Now, this kid must be pretty goddamn good because they're giving him $150,000 a year. Um, part, of this, uh, part of this agreement basically says that he's entitled to uh, 50% of the team's bonuses um, as part of the league rules. And evidently, there was a little bit of a contract dispute between, like, Energy Esports and Cloud9. I guess both of these teams were trying to sign him 
simultaneously, and there was a little bit of a bidding war over this kid. Um, you know, and ultimately, mom's going to do what's best for her son, which is to go with whatever contract is going to yield him more money being a professional gamer. Well, yeah. And so uh, she ended up signing the contract because the NRG Esports, you know, offered him $100,000 more than the minimum contract of 50000 And uh, now he's uh, with NRG. Um, now, that is pretty fucking cool, you know, as far as, you know, where we see this league going in terms of like, you know, hey, look, they've set this minimum for, you know, these players to be making. And now you're starting to see, you know, what true professional athletes get in terms of pay. You know, whether you're talking about, you know, a basketball player or an NFL player, you know, these leagues have minimum standards for what a pro player can make. You know, and obviously if you're really, really good, then you're going to get paid more than that minimum. And that's what we're starting to see. So um, just a little bit about this uh, in the article, it says that Sinatra is considered one of the best North American DPS players and has received interest from a number of prospective teams. And over the last few months, um, he had competed as part of the North American Overwatch World Cup team. And uh, that team will be competing on November 3rd and 4th with its opening match against South Korea at the Blizzard annual BlizzCon in Anaheim, California, which we will be at. It's going to be incredibly hard to get seats for that, though. Um, we tried mm-hmm. to get into um, a couple of uh, Overwatch matches um, that had taken place. The arena is actually pretty small. I mean, what do you think? Uh, last year, that arena had what? Maybe like 100, 150 it seats? Tiny. It was really small. I mean, in terms of um, just like audience seats, it was a little different than you saw as far as like, you know, crowd size for um, like heroes of the storm or yeah for you know hearthstone or starcraft i mean those those things have a shit ton of seats i mean starcraft more than any of the other ones um you know but even for like heroes of the storm there's a good amount of seats that are pretty close together um yeah but they have overwatch in like a small dome and there's just not as many seats available there's they're definitely more comfortable though because i mean remember the 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 seat spacing like people had a lot more space, like you didn't sitting have to at a sit on the person's lap that's next to you. Yeah, you didn't have a bunch of leg grindage going on. Like the seats were definitely a little farther apart than they were at any other place. So, I mean, there is that. And, and you know, it's funny is like they always try to tell you don't run. You know, as soon as you get in, you know, to to get where you want to go. Good luck with that. And fucking people are stampeding trying to get into the freaking cows. The, um, yeah, trying to get into the uh, um, Overwatch dome so they can uh, watch some pro pro uh playing I, I would love to see them play south korea but the chances of that happening are pretty low and i mean if yeah, if, if i was to run with everybody else i mean i could probably make it in but unless i'm carrying amanda run. she's gonna be outside um so pretty cool uh moving on to our next topic um this one is from uh, comicbook.com and is a part of their little gaming divisions like WWG or some shit. I don't know what it stands for, but whatever. Um, it says Nintendo reveals Mario's true occupation, and it's not a plumber. Now, He's totally a plumber. For everybody growing up, he was a fucking plumber. And, you know, if we need to go back to the incredibly terrible fucking Mario live-action movie, 
that we saw a long time ago, like way back. He had his own TV show. He was a plumber. I know he was a fucking plumber, but I'm saying like even if you like you went back to the really crappy movie that they made with Mario and Luigi, they were plumbers. So they were plumbers in the fucking live action movie. They were plumbers in the fucking terrible television show. And they were plumbers in even the cartoons. They're plumbers. I mean, sure, they can be a jack of all trades, but come on, guys. Um, you know, but to get to the uh, story, it basically says that um, Nintendo had posted on their official site a description of Mario. I Sorry. swear to God, we're not Sorry. we're not going to have a single show that doesn't have you not hiccuping. I can't help it. It's just nervous hiccups, I think. I don't know what it is. So, um, the description they give Mario is that he's all-around sporty, whether it's tennis or baseball, soccer, or car racing. He, Mario, does everything cool. As a matter of fact, he always seems to have worked as a plumber a long time ago. Yep. So, he's like Barbie, who does everything, but really, he was a plumber. Yeah, I mean, it seems like they're saying, hey, look, he's super diverse. He can do all of this stuff. Um, but he's a dreamer. <laughs> I mean, but the, at the end of the day, like, he's still a fucking plumber. Like, sure, he can do all this other stuff. But, I mean, that's what he was by trade. I mean, if you think about it, yeah, Barbie was, like, a model, right? But now Barbie does everything because you don't want to just pigeonhole barbie into this one specific thing because then that like excludes like everybody that loves all this other shit like you know some people want to be like barbie but be a doctor or an astronaut or a fucking whatever so the same thing with mario people like mario people think mario is awesome but yeah he's not just a plumber he's a car driver and he fucking flies kites that you know and, and, and surfs and fucking does the Olympics. So, like, of course... Because you don't want to teach kids to have just practical jobs. <laughs> yeah, kids, don't aspire to be a plumber and have a practical trade. You need to be a race car driver. Reach for the stars. Well, you know what? Plumbers make a shitload of money. I know they do. I mean, all you had to deal is with people's shit. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... I think it's kind of silly that they have to go there and be like, oh, yeah, he's not a plumber after all. It's like, yeah, he still kind of is. I mean, he can be a plumber and still be good at all this other stuff. Like, why can't all those other things be his hobbies? Plumber, hobbies, race car enthusiast, tennis player, and whatever else that he does. Right? Princess saver. <laughs> yeah, those are the things that he just does in his spare time. Like, that's a crazy good plumber. Exactly. Well, just like Barbie, occupation model, hobbies, veterinarian, stylist, veterinarian, astronaut, president, <laughs> yeah. teacher. Her hobby is like the president. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Same rules apply. Um, so uh, this is kind of like in a whole different direction of where we just came from with uh, Nintendo talking about Mario's profession. Uh, we go to a movie um that should be coming out pretty soon next week this okay so I next think. week are you sure i think imdb said the 15th okay that should be next friday so that's coming out next week yeah it did say september 15th um the movie's called mother starring jennifer lawrence um they just posted this uh movie trailer september 3rd at about 9 p.m pacific time and uh we took a look 
at the trailer and didn't know what the fuck we were looking at. Like, I don't know if, like, her mom is trying to kill her, if a mother in general is trying to kill her, if it's her mother-in-law that's trying to kill her or like because she's a mom they just titled it mother like honestly the it, you know that somebody's trying to get killed or somebody's trying not to die in, in the in the trailer but like beyond like what it's about specifically no clue other than somebody's probably gonna die and then uh yeah I, the commercial made it seem like there were lots of people involved like, it's equally as confusing. It looks dumb. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, when we got confused, and so um, Amanda went to IMDb and went to look up and see if there was a more in-depth synopsis of the movie so we know what the hell it's about. And when she pulled up the IMDb page, it was no more helpful than the trailer. It basically just said some uninvited guest tests the couple's relationship when they show up. Yeah, so I don't and... know where the title comes in. Maybe it has nothing to do with the movie. I don't know. Um, but it, it just, I don't know. I mean, because I don't really know what it's about. It looks kind of stupid. Really doesn't look interesting. Yeah, and I almost feel like uh, just Jennifer Lawrence in general is becoming a little overexposed. There's like too many movies casting her for stuff. That's just how I feel. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like... It's almost like, um, it's like, I mean, not to compare two, you know, great actors, but, uh, it's, it, I almost feel like she's kind of going Nick Cage with the roles. You know what I mean? Like she's just taking like any and all work that she can get. Not that I know what she's actually turning down, but I just, it just seems like she's constantly pumping out some movie, like every three or four months and well not it's only hit that. and miss some of it's really good and then some of it you're just kind of like okay what's she trying to do there to me she's gotten really case to with her acting too it's the same roles same face you you basically you just put her in a movie with a new name and that's that's what it is it's like and i'm not even oh. trying to i'm not even trying to hate on her because i mean some people would say the same thing about like keanu reeves and I'd say, fuck you to all those people, because I feel like Keanu Reeves has a lot of range. And, like, he does a lot of good characters. <laughs> um, you know, but other people would say that, you know, he's basically playing the same dude. I don't think so. But I, plays, I get what you're saying. He with, plays complicated characters, though. Like, there's usually something interesting about his characters, even if, you know, they seem similar. There's, they're interesting Hers aren't always interesting. It's just, it seems like it's a lot of the same. Like, she's, like, uh, she's the cute girl, the hot girl that's, like, either battered or complicated or hard to get. And then... It's just kind of flat. It's just... Like, you, you, you're you saying that she's playing, like, quite literally the same type of role in a different situation. Basically. Like, just dropped her in a different type of movie but is playing the same character yeah there's only been a a couple of ones that aren't that aren't the same like katniss that's different when she played the adventure that stupid mop the miracle mop or whatever that was yeah that was a little bit different oh uh, joy yeah and then the silver linings 
Yeah, Silver Linings. Yeah, you know, and I would agree. Like the the Joy character had a little bit of dynamics to it. Uh, you know, certainly the Silver Linings playbook was really good. You know, there was a little bit of complication to the character that you know she had to like make it her own. And uh, you know, obviously the same with Katniss. Like she's playing a very specific character, but like, yeah, I mean, some of the other roles, it's just. I don't know. I feel like there's, she's in so many movies that people are just getting burned out on watching her, mm-hmm. and that a little bit of like, if she kind of pulled back and maybe did like a movie or two movies a year. I mean, obviously that's going to hurt her bottom line because she's a very high paid star. But I mean, if she keeps having like kind of shitty movies or they're not pulling a lot at the box office, then obviously the amount of money that she's able to command is going to go down because she's overexposed and people are getting tired of watching her movies and then just generally those movies aren't getting a big return she's gonna end up like shooting herself in the foot i mean why would you make three or four movies if you're not going to be able to command as much as opposed to like being super selective about your role working a little bit slower you know having people want to watch your movies because they haven't seen them in a while and then be able to make a lot of money on one movie. She's probably got some agents saying, get it while you can. And because of the looks, right? Mm-hmm. Because like a, a woman starts losing her looks, it's a lot different than men. And then they can't you know? get those roles. Yeah. So, I think she should maybe. cut back on movies and go for more, you know, endorsement. She should be like the, the Olsen twins or something, right? Try to start her own company or some shit. Yeah, you know what, though? They did really well with that. I mean, they made... They're fucking billionaires, yeah. Yeah, they're doing <laughs> I mean, their parents, their parents had a huge hand in that, but still, yeah, I mean, she should be doing something else. If that's... Well, their parents don't have a hand in it now, though. <laughs> I'm sure they're fucking doing just fine, though. <laughs> they, they were the agents for them, and agents do get a cut, so... Um, I don't know. I think the movie looks kind of confusing. I don't know that we're actually going to see it in movie theaters because... That's a renter. It doesn't really say much. Yeah, so this would definitely be, like, a rental, if anything. Maybe even, like, a fucking, like, Netflix new <laughs> release or something. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. See it if you want, but this... Uh, I, you know, maybe they'll release another trailer soon that makes more sense. Uh, but moving on... Um, this came from Yahoo Finance, and uh, this has to do with Apple's iPhone 8 being about $1,000. Like a $1,000 brick? You know, that's, I mean, at one point, I mean, remember when, you know, a cell phone was like a couple hundred bucks, and you're like, God damn, right? Mm-hmm. And, now, and then it's like, then it was like 500 and then it was like 600 you know, and Apple, you know, the Apple phones got better, and then now we're talking about the cost of like a really good gaming computer you know like you can get like an msi laptop that can run decent games for like nine hundred thousand dollars you know but an iphone 8 is going to cost that much that's stupid you know and the article says you know it's basically saying that the the bang for your buck that you're going to get from this phone is is worth it that if you got an iphone 6 plus um, with 128 gigabyte um, storage space that you were paying about $949 and that adjusted for inflation that you were basically paying about 980 in today's dollars. So what's the big deal if you're paying basically another $20 to get something that is going to be significantly more of an upgrade? Um, in the article, it says that uh, you're going to get a bigger, uh, bigger screen 
with a more advanced uh, display technology. Um, it says you're going to get more RAM, faster internals, improved water resistance, and the iPhone 8 is supposed to ship with a OLED display, improved battery life, more storage, wireless charging functionality, advanced facial recognition, and a bunch of other stuff. And uh, what they're saying is that the upgrade for you know going from the iPhone 7 to the iPhone 8, that it's as significant a jump as the iPhone 3GS was to the iPhone 4, which was huge. But still, though, I mean, you're talking about a grand for a phone. And, I mean, how many people just don't take really good care of their phones? You know, it slips out of their fucking hand like, you know, a bar of soap, and then their whole screen gets shattered. I drop my phone all the time. You know, the cost is (laughs) incredible, you know, with the... Um, amount of money that it would cost to like insure the phone. I imagine because be there's expensive. so many other features for this phone that you might be paying more for insurance if it has to get replaced. Well, I'm I sure would you assume. Will. And the cost to replace an iPhone is already pretty expensive. So, I mean, I guess get that Apple Care. <laughs> uh, it, it just seems like it's getting pretty crazy. I mean. It's ridiculous. People don't buy it, so they have to lower the price. Right. Yeah, they're just going to keep charging whatever amount they want as long as people keep buying people it. Are gonna, if they pay for it, they're going to keep charging it. Just don't buy it. They could do that for cheaper. They don't have to They don't have to charge that much. Yeah. I know a lot of times, you know, when you're talking about technology, big pieces of hardware like monitors and uh, gaming systems and laptops, uh, televisions... They say that there's not really much markup and that those companies aren't really making a lot of money off of those units. But I think that Apple is making a lot more than most other companies make as far as like makeup for each unit is concerned. I think Mm -hmm. they kind of have it like built into their price because it wouldn't make sense that they are not making any money when they're they have they're very cash rich in terms of just surplus profit. Right. So, I mean, that, that has to be built in um, on some end, but the the cost is uh, getting astronomical. It seems like every year there's all these cool new features that, like, every other phone, every other phone's already had. And I know other people would say, oh, yeah, a bunch of fucking phones that nobody wants. But it's like the features aren't really new. It's all shit that other phones have already had. And they're like, hey, look. Now our phone has everything the other phones have, but we're going to charge you an extra fucking $300 or whatever for it. It's like, how can like a, you know, a company under BlackBerry or Motorola or something like that make a phone with the same features, um, you know, but you're only going to pay, say, five or $600 for a brand new phone as opposed to $1,000 for an Apple product. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. To me, it just seems like crazy. I, I couldn't justify spending that much money on a phone. It seems pretty goddamn retarded. But uh, moving on from uh, that article, I mean, I guess, you know, if you're a super hyped Apple fan, you're going to pay it anyways. But uh, I don't know. It would... 
stand a reason that maybe it's worth it because of all the extra features. Uh, but I don't think we're going to get it. It's too much monies. Mm-mm. And uh, to finish off everything, um, this is from uh, comicbook.com, uh, their little uh, their Walking Dead section. It has to do with The Walking Dead and whether or not the show will continue without Rick Grimes. Um, there's been a lot of speculation as to whether or not Rick Grimes is going to get killed off. Uh, and so I guess what this topic's mainly going to focus on isn't so much everything that's in this article. It's just, I mean, what do you think they'll... I mean, what do you think would happen to the show if Rick were killed? And, or, and, and, you know, as opposed to just, well, the show's going to flop. I mean, what would you, I mean, and that's fine if you think that, but, you know, where would you want to see it go if that did happen and it did continue? Well, I think when they kill Rick, the show will end. I think they will kill him when they plan on ending the show. Like, as a very last resort? Like, that's... Like, I think Rick, that's how Rick's they dead cutscene, fucking end of show? I think that's how they will end the show. Is he will, When he dies, they will end the show. Like, that's how they'll wrap it up. But, I mean, what about, you know, some of these, uh, um, like, people speculating that, you know, Rick dies, and then that basically sets up, like, the old man Carl scenario. I don't I mean, think they'll bring the show that long. You don't think so? No. The show's kind of been faltering in their ratings. I think when Rick is done, the show. Well, I mean, will be I don't done. think they're gonna do it like ten years, so that like Rick or, or so no, that Carl actually looks old. I don't old. think they'll. I don't think they'll time jump it to be like. Like fast forward ten years and have somebody recast as Carl. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't see them doing that. I just, I truly think when they want him to be dead, the show will be done. I mean, to me, I don't know that, I mean, it would be weird, you know, with Rick dying, but there's so many other strong characters in the cast now that I could see the movie, or not the movie, but the television show still going fairly strong without him. I feel like people have more of an emotional attachment to um, Daryl than to Rick. And to me, Daryl dying is more of a serious problem as opposed to um, Rick dying. So, I mean, if Daryl dies, I mean, people are like, oh, fucking Daryl dies on Twitter. We're going to riot, right? You know, but Rick, I mean, you don't really get that reaction with Rick. Rick People, when they find out that Rick might die, they're just kind of like, oh, that would suck. Like, you know, that would suck if Rick died. You know, hmm, maybe the show couldn't go on without him. But, like... If Daryl died, oh my god, what the fuck? You know, even for Carol, you know, Carol was a pretty weak character early on, and people were just like, oh my god, just fucking kill this bitch already because she's so weak. But, you know, you've seen her character develop over all these seasons, and now she's like a legitimate fucking badass. You know, the likes of, you know, which she's probably more dangerous than Rick, more dangerous than Daryl, or any of them. And... You know, has become a very likable character in terms of, you know, her ability to seem unassuming, but also fucking, you know, scalp you, you know, in two seconds and, 
you know, how many times he's, how many times she's saved the group, you know, with her skills. So, yeah. I mean, to me, even somebody like Carol getting killed would be pretty fucking significant in terms of whether or not people would want to watch the show. I mean, I do feel like they're the big three. You know, like Rick. You don't want anything really to happen to Rick. You don't really, any, you don't really, you don't really want anything to happen to Daryl or Carol. Anybody else is kind of up in the air, I think. Um, but as far as of those three, which would be more likely to die? I almost feel like Rick would be of the three because with Rick that was me like it was, it was I drank some soda and all of a sudden like the <laughs> like I don't know the carbonation like came out or some shit so um but you know, I kind of think that of the three of them I feel like Rick is the more practical person to kill of like the three major characters the reason being is because people you know have this investment in Daryl and Daryl as a character and, you know, even though he doesn't exist in the comics, like, you know, he does bring a lot to the show. And, you know, Carol's storyline, you know, her story arc, I think, still has a lot to be seen um, in terms of just, like, the strength of her character. And, like, that she could be a legitimate leader of the group going forward. And with Rick, you know, he's had so many ups and downs, you know, he's you know, timid and doesn't know what the fuck to do one minute. And then like, he's on the border of insanity the next. And then like, he's kind of leveled off, but then you don't know what's going to happen. He's had so much shit go on. that I kind of feel, you know, like if he died, it would be something that would kind of bolster the group to, you know, be more aggressive and take it to take the fight to whatever group managed to kill Rick, you know, with the uh, the aggressiveness and just that kind of thing. And I would probably piss people off less. I mean, maybe I'm assuming too much and thinking that maybe he's not quite as likable as the other two. I could be wrong. Uh, and that's just my feeling. I mean, if you had to choose, like, one of those three to die or assume that one of those three characters is going to die, whether it's Rick, Carroll, or Daryl, I mean, which, in your opinion, do you think is the more likely to go? I don't think they'd kill off any of them. But you're just... What is it? I mean, but the, the thing is... I know. Like, out of those three, I don't, I don't think they would. So you think that the show would sooner end with I, just a Rick death as opposed to, like, any of these characters dying and, and moving forward? I think they'd pick other people first. Well, I mean, I definitely think that they would probably, there'd be some other deaths prior to theirs, but, um, you know, but like, you know, a death and then still moving forward for a couple of episodes, you don't think the show would move forward at all without any of them? I think they'd pick Daryl because it would be upsetting. I think they like to mess with their fans. You think they like to put the knife in and turn it? Mm-hmm. Look well, what they did to Glenn. Yeah. 
I, you know what? I know how people really like Glenn, and Glenn had a baby on the way, and Maggie was right there and watched it and all that stuff like that. I was honestly more upset that they killed fucking Abraham. Honestly, <laughs> like, I really liked Abraham's character, and he had all the coolest one-liners. You know, Man. he's like, you really know how to bite a dick, Eugene. <laughs> you know, who fucking <laughs> says that shit? Like, you know, he had a lot of funny lines. Like, if I, there was actually an article where they kind of compiled a bunch of his lines... And I'm like, it's comedy gold. Like, he was the best. I think what made people so angry about Glenn was the fact that they had him disappear under that dumpster for, like, three episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah, and yeah. he didn't know if he was dead or not. And he came back, and then, like, two episodes later, he's eating the bat. Like, either you should have killed him in the dumpster. You didn't like the emotional roller coaster of it all? You shouldn't. He shouldn't have been put in that spot twice. Either you die the first time or you die the second time. But that's what made it so like surprising, right? You're like, no, he already had the close and then, the close call two episodes ago. You would have never suspected that it would have been him, right? They even messed with everyone and took his name off the opening credits when he was still hiding under the dumpster. So then you're like, man, he is gone. And then they put it back up, and you're like, oh, he's safe. And then it's because like, people wow. are clever, and they would have been like, oh, his name's still on the credits. Like he he didn't make it, so I mean of course they did that because they know how smart the fans are. But I mean like to, to me to me that makes sense though. Like for you, you're like I didn't like the emotional roller coaster. Like he cleared it once, like he shouldn't have got it again. To me, that makes awesome sense because I still think it should have been Maggie. Well, I I agree because okay, and, I was rooting uh, for her. Sorry, but yeah, everybody's like, oh my god, that's so heartless. But my reason was is that like she's got the baby right. So everybody's going to be like, oh my god, a, a fucking girl got her head crushed in in front of her fucking man, and, you know, he, she obviously she's going to lose the baby because she's going to get fucking killed, so then that's going to drive Glenn into some fucking deep, dark hole. That's what I was waiting for. You know, and that's what I wanted to see was fucking, like, Glenn, like, lose his mind and, like, turn into a fucking, you know, crazy, you know, crazy killer. Um you know, but that's what I thought. I thought, you know, Maggie getting killed was going to be, like, way more devastating than Glenn getting killed. Would have been a better storyline. I think they said that they had actually considered it being Maggie, but then ultimately they pulled back from it because there was so many people that are like, oh my god, that's too much. You know, and they, they didn't, uh, you know, they didn't go forward with it because of that. They should have. I, I think they should have, too. I think they kind of made a little bit of a mistake with Glenn. I feel like people, like, kind of make glenn getting killed more of an issue than it really is um i just feel like those two characters like okay to me it would have made more sense like in terms of like killing two characters off if maggie gets the bat right glenn and ah! eugene then (laughs) why eugene eugene's character is doing pretty good right now i like him well, he did have his turning point, but he was kind of useless back then. But he's still kind of, like, you don't know what the fuck he's doing. Like, did he actually turn? Is he still kind of, like, you know, is he pretending to work for them, but well, only because of his survival? he turn. He's just trying How do you know? To... He's kind of a coward. He just wanted his pickles. How do you know? His sex mullet. He didn't turn. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... He's just trying to Eugene's get Eugene's a dynamic character where you're kind of like, I don't know what's happening with him because he can be a fucking coward pussy. He's just too stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like Eugene's character. Like, for me, the bat scene would have been... It would have made the most sense if, like, Maggie got the face... You know, Maggie got the, the, the bat to the face. And then Glenn's 
fucking jumps up to try to save her and then like he gets clocked in the neck too and like gets his head taken off and you're like oh my god they died together and you're just like and then everybody's just like oh my god oh like the oh notebook god. god man that would have been like killer no pun intended yeah except negan likes people to suffer so that having them go together wouldn't have been his thing when it had to be maggie and that would have killed the group right there are two original characters. One who had a baby on the way. Everybody's excited this is going to yeah, happen. It would have had to have been someone else, not the both of them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really think that that's where that could have gone. I mean, I know we're kind of like revisiting this shit. It's like a year old and stuff. But, um, whatever. You know, just so, okay, to recap, you don't think that any of them are going to die. Like, none of them. Like, it, the show going on... If they're going to kill someone, I I really think that they would pick Daryl because it would mess with people the most. Like, shock value, I think they would pick Daryl. They know that Rick isn't going to do much. Well, Daryl's been on borrowed time from the get, just because he's not an original character, right? Yes. So, I mean, Daryl is on borrowed time, but at the same time, like... For me, like, Rick's just had, like, so many ups and downs where sometimes and I you think, really like his character and then sometimes you're kind of like, what the fuck? And I think if Daryl died, I think Carol would blame Rick and I think Carol would would kill Rick. I think she would go after him if Daryl died. They do have kind of a, I mean, they, they, they've always had kind of like a, like a love, sexual tension kind of thing, but they never really visited it but you kind of always saw it right yeah and there you still see it in this last season and so yeah i could totally see that happening that actually makes a shit ton of sense and carol would just take over everything Mm -hmm. i could see that she'd be the like like, like she would be the fucking you know last like bad guy Mm -hmm. like she'd basically just take it all over because that would be like a full transformation from being the beaten lady to the boss. To just own and everything. I mean, she'd be a bad guy then, right? I mean, if she if if she kills Rick because she feels that he's responsible for Daryl dying, but isn't but she it wasn't... already kind of turning into a bad guy? I mean, I mean, she was really fucking bitched bit. at us for a little bit. Remember, she was pulling back like, I don't know, if I want to kill people anymore, right? Uh, that was kind of like her. And she's still kind of like crisis oh, of conscience, know. though. I don't think. I think that's an act. You know how well she acts. Let's put on a cardigan and make some scarols. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, the d- brick dying. I don't know. If that's gonna kill the show, but you know, I think that uh, I think him dying of, of the three makes the most sense. I think if we were talking like two seasons ago, you know, Rick getting killed would have been like no, absolutely not. But like now. Now, at this point in the story arc, I kind of feel like him dying in this all-out war scenario with, uh, you know, with Negan's goons and shit, more more possible than anything. But then, like, we're still talking about, like, the, you know, what we are going to see with the whispers and stuff. So, like, maybe he survives, like, Negan's bullshit and, you know, you start to see this other group. I mean, he dies then or something, but what ifs? We won't um, know. We won't know. He has the power of Dwight on his side. Yeah. So uh, that is it uh, for our speculation and whatnot. Do you have something to say with your eye rolls? I hate when people say whatnot. I think it's fucking funny. I, I, you get, get fucking crazy for like no reason. Whatnot. 
Um, but yeah, thanks for listening uh, to episode 61. I'm Jesse with Amanda. Woohoo. Saying thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you.